Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. This is Flint Dilly, and I really enjoyed being on the Knowing is Half the Podcast. That's my real voice. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight one. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast experience. We're more than just a show. We're more than meets the eye. That's this is Knowing is Half the Podcast. Completely different show. And I am Race Decanus. I honestly regret ever telling you that I want to start that Transformers <laughs> podcast because now... You're it's going to be called More Than Meets there. the Podcast, though, right? I uh, thought we changed to a gem podcast and it's going to be called Truly, Truly, Truly Podcastic. Oh, I like that. Okay, uh, here's good. the thing. That's, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to like it, and then I did. Both also, of, I think it should be Podrageous. Actually, Podrageous would be outrageous. outrageous. Yeah, truly, truly, truly Podrageous <laughs> cast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gem in the podcast grams. I am. No, uh, we're one hundred. I am one hundred percent going to make a Transformers podcast. Uh, probably pretty soon because uh, yeah, uh, why not? I figure I'll probably start season one when we're starting season two here. Just so like that's parallel. next week, Chan. Uh, what? This is the last episode of season one. I thought Serpentor was like a... Serpentor is the first five episodes of season two. Uh, what do we do uh, when we, we... There's only two seasons of... of, of this, G.I. Joe, this show, right? yes. What yeah. do we do when it runs out? Because we've got other stuff we here. can do. We got other stuff we can do. If it's a live action movie, a we for example, yes. a we stop the podcast, which is would be a fantastic. I, I can't. <laughs> stand it uh, but B, there's a uh, multiple GI Joe series that were continued yep. after this. Renegades. So, oh. uh, if the really dark to, one, I was GI Joe Renegades with Lorenzo Lamas. No, yes. we've been over this before. There is no Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> And if he turns out to play a character yes, no. in Renegades, Lorenzo Lamas is is a real person. It's <laughs> that's a true fact. Yes, it is. Um, uh, but also, yeah, uh, I do want to. Uh, I want to get other people together to start a uh, a gem podcast. And a I'll, gem I'll podcast. That, so reach out to really Robert cool. Chan at nine hundred ninety nine RPMs Please on Twitter. Don't do that. Reach out to him and say <laughs> I'm a huge you, gem fan, and I'm not yeah. gonna. Uh, truly, 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 Podrageous. Uh, in, se- in fact, send pictures of yourself cosplaying as Jem. That, that is, would actually be pretty cool. That'd be okay. <laughs> uh, Somehow that's DM those though. Like let's uh, keep those out of the limelight. Uh, what's your name, Gino Apolito? Oh, I don't remember now. <laughs> I'm still, it's, um, We're off to a rousing I'm, I'm start. I'm Lorenzo here. Lamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
What we're talking about. And cool. <laughs> nope, you're done. We're talking about an episode called There's No Place Like Springfield Part 2, the finale of season one of G.I. Joe Epa season one. Man. Yeah. I, yeah, we, we were already here, guys. It's a play oh. on it's a play on there's no place like home. I feel like we well, this is uh Yes it is. <laughs> we put the spring in Springfield. <laughs> Springfield, Springfield. We represent the Synthoid Guild. The Synthoid uh, Guild. Raze was the only one that didn't make sense. Uh, Somehow. I, I feel like there should be more fanfare for the final episode. People that's, should be sending us that's just what I was thinking. boxes. and Yeah, where's our toys? Yeah, send us send boxes. Us. I want a Cobra bug, <laughs> goddammit. I was Someone. thinking like subscription boxes. <laughs> oh. You know, like Loot Crate, which probably has G.I. Joe stuff in it every now and then. <laughs> okay, here's oh, yeah, what baby. we'll do. Uh, we'll post Gina's address on <laughs> Facebook, and you just send her whatever you want. In fact, just show up and deliver it personally. Oh, definitely. Ideally, at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, wearing I, nothing but a sock. I live on an easily accessible street. <laughs> in, 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 there are no, there's no gate. Not that far from the highway either. Now that I think about it, you could really escape pretty easily. <laughs> you could just take the ten out from Louisiana, <laughs> just just pull right up to her doorstep. Uh, I feel like I feel like there should be y- y- like year memes and stuff. Why don't we have a year meme? Year memes? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, by like that? we're one year old today. So you should have like babies, like a one year old baby yeah, but birthday like party, but like cosplaying us? as GI Joe. Okay, guys. So Actually, what was our one year anniversary? <laughs> our one year anniversary was July fourth. Oh. Well, that was our very specifically chosen. Uh, yeah. a day of releasing the first five Pyramid of Darkness. Well, episodes. so I feel like what we're like, I feel like there should be we're one years, we're one year old. People should dress their babies up like characters from GI Joe and send us. Pictures. I was thinking Photoshop our heads on babies. Okay, okay. Who are it fighting in a war zone? Or I'll also accept like no. GI Joe characters as babies. Like what does oh, the okay. Baroness look like? I'm gonna look this up right now. A uh, shipwreck is a baby. With a little sailor bar- hat? I mean, that's I'm, probably doable. I'm going type in Baroness G.I. Joe Baby. And I really feel like that's a mistake. <laughs> I really do. Uh, well, no place like Springfield Part 2. Um, we get previously on G.I. Joe, and this is how I know this episode <laughs> might be in a little bit of trouble. Yep. Because I timed it out here. This recap took three minutes and 30 seconds it's, of the 21-minute episode. It seemed like a bit of a stretch. Remember how before we say every episode of G.I. Joe is 29 minutes crammed into a 21 and a half minute package, Mm -hmm. and every two-part G.I. Joe episode is 29 minutes of episode stretched into two 21 and a half minute packages. Mm -hmm. This falls in the uh, Synthoid Conspiracy uh, ladder. I will say, um, kids are dumb. Oh, they, could, sure. they could use a three and a half minute uh, a recap from the shit that from they yesterday. just saw yesterday. Yeah, but the, but then they went to school and you know they did all sorts. Of, they filled filled their heads with data of all sorts. I, I would uh, almost say that this was made knowing in the future we were going to do this podcast and would need three weeks off in between doing a part one and part two <laughs> just to get us up to speed easily. Yeah, very. Helpful. It's almost as long as the entire first episode is all I'm saying. <laughs> An, a, a cobra onesie, yes. I found a cobra onesie online, but I can't find yep. uh, pictures of the, the the people as babies. Well, we need you guys out there to make them. So yeah. uh, tw- tweet make them babies? at G.I. Joe Podcast <laughs> or go to Facebook.com slash Knowing Is Half the Podcast. Yeah, put on Send our podcast while you're going home and making babies. <laughs> our dulcet tones will put you in the mood. Oh, my God. I cannot think of a larger boner killer than our podcast hold on baby let me set the mood hey everybody (laughs) 
<laughs> what was that sound? Was that was that your vagina just drying up? Just like <laughs> No, I think it would I think it would stay moist like half of a half moist roadblock. <laughs> melted in the sun. Half moist roadblock. <laughs> Synthoid roadblock, halfway melted. We've already established that it would be amazing, so No. So somewhere in there, I realize that the plot of this is partially stolen from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Okay. It occurred to me because uh, well, the, the the bomb the aliens want to use is something that actually blows up, I believe, the air itself and turns air into a bomb, which could then like blow up countries and planets and stuff. Uh. So here he's just turning water into a bomb, which is the second most abundant thing on the planet, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and just blowing it up. And I'm, I'm just wondering if there's a little bit of a pull from there. Sure. And uh, we, we come out of the uh, insanely long recap. Like, for those of you guys who watch this one at home, like, you know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's just still going. And it's still going. Yeah. And it's still going. If this were on Netflix, they would uh, skip the recap and just put you right into the episode. Which is can be good and bad, depending. I like to rewind on Netflix and see the recap anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they make that decision for me. Netflix, are you listening? Well, they assume you're binge watching, though. Yeah, but I, I wanna, I wanna. Sometimes I'm cleaning my apartment and I'm not really paying attention to Prison Break, and then I'm like, wait, that's a mistake. What right happened? There. It's, a it's been, show. it's been my cleaning show, so I'm not super up on all the details. Oh, uh, that one dude, uh, Teddy, is really the MVP of the show. Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin on the show. Uh, he, he's been in like all kinds of other stuff, playing terribly unsavory characters, and he's just wonderful. Uh, that's my prison break. Uh, when are we doing a prison break podcast? Podcast break. Yourself. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we open uh, shipwreck is tripping balls, basically. Mm. Like he's on his front lawn. And uh, uh, Gina, uh, uh, you wanted a sound poll for this. Yeah. Uh, the goo drops him off first, which is weird. That's right. The goo drops him off in like the park across the street from yeah. his house. Yep, it disappears like, and jumps down the manhole again. Yeah, which I feel like is pretty convenient and nice of the goo that it took him home. And the goo can defy gravity. We learned that, too. It goes up a sewer. Yeah. The goo could have dropped him anywhere, but it, t- it took him the extra mile mm-hmm. to, his, to his front yeah. door. That's not a goo that leaves you at the bar. That's a goo that tucks you in at night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, he he screams like he's in pain, and then his wife and daughter come running out and make the weirdest noises ever. And those noises are. And they're not like they're not like doing an obstacle course right there. <laughs> were they were they not like lifting him up or something like that? No, they were just they were just running, running towards him. At him and running apparently causes the same <laughs> noises as sex or heavy lifting. Yeah, I thought just from hearing it, I assumed. <laughs> I assumed they were doing a tough mutter. They were they were just literally running across their very flat, very nice lawn, very to Midwest, him, and that's the noises they make. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting stuff right there. And so they're like, call, he says, call Doc. I need to go to the hospital. Meanwhile, the hospital is literally like on the other side of the house. Like the, yeah. the camera pulls Small back cam. and reveals that the, he literally could have just walked there in the time it took Mara to walk into the house and call Doc mm-hmm. and get him picked up right there, which I thought was a little bit. That's good city planning right there. It's very yeah. convenient. It's also very similar to the first season of Wayward Pines. Like, oh, why is, that, yeah. why is everything right there? I got a Wayward Pines feel from this episode now that you're you're Mm -hmm. mentioning it out Mm -hmm. loud. Uh, Wow. That's pretty cool. Shipwreck. Now, this must have really upset you, uh, Gina. Yes. Shipwreck takes a swing at Polly. I mean, everything about this upsets me that Polly is evil and that they're not buddies anymore. I hate it. Well, they're still buddies. No, not really. It's just weird. Not really, because like Polly's clearly evil. 
Well, Polly, what makes you think Polly's evil? Just because Polly checks in with Cobra Commander and says and, phase one's complete? And, he, and then Cobra Commander calls him P9. P9. Also, P9. by the way, Eric what happened nine. to the first eight Polly's? No, I mean, we, hey, oh my goodness. Uh, two theories here. Okay. One is that at some point in Cobra's history, uh, number nine was like, this dude's the man. Like oh, 007. Okay. Oh, like 007 uh-huh. number nine. So Crimson Guardsman number nine. Oh, so right. all number nines are awesome. That means that like this is the uh, Crimson Guard number nine of the parrots. Oh. So it doesn't mean they're dead. Okay. It just means that like, yeah, he's he's their A number one agent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, the other possibility, of course, is that they put the brain of uh, Crimson Guard number nine into this parrot. <laughs> So I like either that way, one. either oh, way, wow. it's pretty. I like that one. I feel like it's not the well, case because this one proves like not not super great at anything. Well, also that's not how synthoids work, even a little bit. <laughs> just for the record, there's no Ray, brains in Ray, the synthoids. Ray, you just said that's not how synthoids <laughs> yeah, work. I know how synthoids work, Jan. Uh, uh, bubblegum potato chips. But also, I have that's a correct. question here because. Because this was my line of thinking. We don't know how many days Shipwreck has been in this fake life of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest. I assume it's like two. Okay. Because I feel like at some point he maybe had a little had a little sex with Mara. I've been arguing this. And Chan told me, shot me down right away when she's like, come to bed. We'll feel better in the morning. And I'm like, hot boning. Get it on. I feel like and crazy, you said no. huge migraine headache and... Like all this weird shit and crazy nightmares, you're not going to be in the mood, even even for someone like Mara. Oh, I think you will. I think, I feel you, like, I think you muster the strength. I feel like when your when your husband gets out of like a coma, you're probably like, oh yeah, let's have some sex, or at least she's going to like let him go down on her or something. Either way, he, when he comes to the realization that like, oh shit, I think I like had sex with a synthoid, he's going to have to go to therapy. Gina, you were all oh, down to having sex with a oh synthoid my. last minisode. Yeah, that's me. I'm going in fully aware. Oh, but because you, you know it's a synthoid. I know it's a synthoid. Okay, fair enough. But also, mm-hmm. like, I guess Shipwreck is, has probably had worse in his Shipwreck year, has put his dick in far worse than a synthoid <laughs> yeah, before. Let me put yeah. that out there. In his years as a sailor, I bet he's had worse. I feel like it's one of those things where once you realize it, uh, it's hotter. What? No, once you oh. realize it, then anytime you like go to like go to touch him, you you th- flashes in your head of like robot going like. Real toasty in there, melt. <laughs> uh, or when he was like grabbing Scarlet, yeah. she was like, Blur. he's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. That, also, just... I wonder if that's going to color how he sees Scarlet from now on. Like, he's always going to have that in his head of like her melting away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Shipwreck is going to need major therapy. Yeah. After this episode. So, so much. Oh, therapy. he's going to have problems. I yep. actually kind of hope that this is like, this is. A, a Cordelia on Buffy moment for him where she like he he is really shallow and everything and then this horrible thing happens to him and he's going to become a really like well actualized character. This does not seem like it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I guess we'll find out in life. season two, but mm-hmm. uh, that's that's an interesting theory. A terrible idea. Uh, well, the interrogation starts and so we're introduced to Cadet Deming mm-hmm. who's just an interesting, interesting lady. I, I love that there's a lady Crimson Guard. Crimson Guard interrogator mm-hmm. wearing a, a sexy Crimson Guard outfit. Yeah, and she is intent on her job. She's into it. Well, I mean, her this bosses is more, this are is more right than a there. Job. This, this is a passion. Is, yeah, and this is this is the thing. Is like, like the doctor's like, I don't think she can take it. And they're like, No, this is 
Well, this to be fair, thing. and they raised the point like she's never done this before. Mm-hmm. I hope we see her again, though. I hope like in 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 fifteen oh, episodes. Uh, did you not see the part um, where she went fucking nuts? Yeah, but Gina, like, I got bad news they can for fix you. her. I don't think we see Cadet Deming ever again. But they can fix her. They can. I, they can Gina, rebuild her I shattered can, brain. I can fix her. They can rebuild her shattered brain. She just after needs she love. Saw ghosts come out of a thing oh she's tripping balls in that room <laughs> like let's get i okay well okay let's get there because we meet cadet deming also uh just want to say real quick yes i uh um just googled cadet deming real quick there's a lot of cadet deming stuff uh Ooh, people people really? are into her oh really i yeah. don't know if that means that she has appeared in more episodes i don't think she has but but i could be I think wrong they're just excited about a strong female on the um, show the mm. same people that are into cadet deming are the same ones who are like businessmen who need the uh the mistress in the dungeon to whip them on their lunch hour they need that kind of like powerful woman to have control and domain over them i'm gonna be honest that's I thought, the fantasy at first i thought like cadet deming would be in the middle of it and start feeling bad and be like wake up it's all a ruse you fool and then i was like oh she didn't she was evil all the way through She's strong like, that's yep. a strong female character i'm a fan of that um, well, Jopedia. I just realized there's a thing called Jopedia. There by, it is. Yeah. By Googling her. That's what I was trying to Google, and then I came up with a... Yeah, you look at... There's a, just a bunch of images. A lot of people are making custom uh, um, uh, figures and whatnot. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. That's good stuff. I'm into it. Well, we flash back to Shipwreck being from Chula Vista, California, which uh-huh. we already knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he joined Also, the-, the whole thing sounds like the text from the... Very, uh, very the close, part. right? Yeah. Uh, almost verbatim. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. There's re- people cosplaying as her with the Baroness. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, though. That is cool. I guess only one of you can be the Baroness, and that Baroness outfit was amazing, by the way. In that picture you yeah. just put up, uh, he joined the Navy at 16 years old. He lied about his age. Mm-hmm. Thank God they don't check for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe back in the day that was a more common occurrence than it is perhaps now. Um, I mean, also too, it's like, uh, hey, I want to, I want to go overseas and possibly die. Uh, they're like. Cool. Yeah, you're on board. Well, we need people to do that, yep. so get on the boat. <laughs> we don't. We don't care. There's also clearly an action figure of her with like a little card. Yeah, that describes that's what I was saying. her. It's a uh, that's looks a little fan made custom. Oh, that is. Got it. It sure looked like it. Well, the guardsmen's uh, crimson twins say, "Let's just crank this thing up to full power." Yeah, and full power means ghosts. Means skull head <laughs> ghosts out of the video game Doom. Oh, I wish in the room. I wish that happened more often. It was just turn it up to full power. Ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ghosts. <laughs> I have to ask the question: What exactly is this machine, Chan? <laughs> what does it do? It's yeah. like it's like a, it creates disco lights. Yeah. And then it creates ghosts. I uh-huh. feel like I feel like um yeah, it's somehow somehow this machine was made from old parts of the machine in Ghostbusters where they keep ghosts. Oh, like the place where they, the they put all the traps. The containment system. The one Walter Peck shuts down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh and this is them them going to full power is the equivalent of them sort of shutting it down. Okay. And then goes. But like, what? what is this machine supposed to do in the first place? That's what I was watching it being like, okay, in the moment, it feels like it makes some modicum of sense. But if I take myself out of that at all, sure. I don't understand the purpose of this machine. <sighs> uh, they've had various and sundry mind control and interrogation devices. Uh, this just seems sort of like a kind of like a mashup of like, okay, it's d- doing something. It's softening his brain up. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And... Maybe uh, pulling out like some memory. I was thinking just like the more they can terrify him, 
the more it will yeah like but originally just like a laser light and balls yes. though you know is this like a pink floyd laser light show basically now my question <laughs> was maybe we're seeing the interpretation of what it looks like in his mind so those oh, things shit. aren't really there but it's like projecting them in there so we're seeing a representation is like that making it's any sense physical representation of the ghosts of his past yeah something like that i i couldn't really make heads or tails of it though i just wrote here what is this thing? Is it, are, is it confirmed at any point that like she sees them too? It, unclear. I mean, she's also going crazy, so she's looping out. So it could be stuff that she's seeing as well. Yeah, I feel like she's sort of seeing them, but it would make more sense if only he was seeing them. Well, they're both in the room together. I mean, that's definitely part of the deal. Is they're both undergoing yeah. this crazy? I feel like zapping. I feel like a flaw in the machine is that uh, you don't have stuff that attaches to the person, and it only affects them. It'd be nice. It seems well, like a flaw. Well, that may be why they have the synthoid in there normally. Uh, but this was, uh, they said, the crim- uh, Tomax and Zaymon said that this was part of her training. So part of that may just be like subjecting her to some crazy shit so that she gets stronger, you know. Do we think that once she goes insane, they touch her boob? Here's the thing. Her training apparently involves her straddling uh, shipwreck. Oh, yeah, that was that super hot. Doesn't seem necessary. I take it all back. <laughs> now I see why that pot character's popular. It's probably a, yeah. She gets right on top of him and yeah. it's just in, a, in yeah, him. Yeah. I mean, she could have been just like, <laughs> she could have just stood next to him and be like, tell me the sacred. I think but she no. was showing she, off for her bosses. Like, oh, definitely. she was like, okay. I can do this job or men can do this job, but I'm going to look good when I do this job. So you're going to want to hire me. Maybe it's like an intense like hypnosis kind of a thing. How you have like a two person hypnosis, like, you know, where they implant memories and stuff uh-huh. and they ask questions mm-hmm. and they kind of like, like guide your brain. Maybe it's like some sort of like amped up version of that. But that's why she needs to be in the room and she needs to be shouting at him the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It, it was strange. I think she's just put a little extra flair on it for the bosses. You know what? Put some mustard on that hot dog. Theory. And by hot dog, I mean his Wii. Yeah, and by mustard, you mean vagina? His game system? His (laughs) Nintendo Wii, yeah. Dude, if that game was a Wii, I would not play it. terrifying and then doc synthoid doc as it turns out it's just like guys full power is very dangerous we could hurt somebody to which point they say oh this one got a mind of his own time to zap him melt him down yeah but so i guess he's more he's he's shown that he's very his mental fortitude is better than that of this lady crimson guardsman because he's been subjected to this for several days shipwreck has yeah she only gets it for like a couple minutes and she crumbles so she's not crimson guardsman material i mean to be fair he's laying down so he probably would have crumpled uh if he weren't he's also like halfway unconscious too that's true so I mean, it's it's she's like fully in the moment there. That's also, uh, way to sell out your gender. Gina. Yeah, wow. Like, Thanks, mm-hmm. women can't handle this like men can. Come on now. Bitches you know what I hate stitches. about female interrogators? <laughs> just can't they're, get it done. They're oh, passing they out. Just can't deal with the mind control slash interrogation machines. She was probably on her period, and that's why she passed out. Oh man, be. those ghosts just come out of wherever. <laughs> Uh, we find out that he needs a code word, which we already knew from watching episode mm-hmm. one because we were there. But yeah. now Cobra knows mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. Shipwreck knows, too. And I actually had the thought of like, oh, why not just like run through the dictionary? Well, we get uh, there. which they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then once they did that, I was like, oh, I bet it's something like bing bong ding dong. And it's like not in the dictionary. 
Yeah, if, if you were smart, that's what you would do. That's what I would do. I actually have written down here, Deming is terrible at this. Like, mm-hmm. just because she she kind of like, uh, she starts off with just like, you know, you got to tell me the thing and we're together, we're doing this thing. And it just ends with her just like shouting at yeah. him. And she just, she loses her composure, but that could also be the amped up effects of the machine. She goes well. from like good cop to like roid rage cop. Yeah, exactly. In like two seconds. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to Cobra's on the island now, looking for Mulaney, but as we established with the superpower, he's poofed into thin air. Mm-hmm. You can't find a guy what doesn't want to be found. Mm-hmm. I bet. I mean, he's been on that island for, for a while. But he just escaped into that area, though. I know, but I think like he probably had some, some he probably already had some hiding spots. You think worked out? Yeah, like if he's been there for several days, like as soon as I'm shipwrecked on someplace, I'm like, all right, and this is where I'm going to hide from that thing from Stranger Things. Yeah. And the smoke monster. Yeah, exactly. Like I would, I would build a couple of hiding places on the island just in case there were hostiles. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will say that uh, uh, a delightful turn of phrase here uh, was when uh, um, uh, the twins were all like, uh, "Sorry, we're doing what we can here. You need to redouble your efforts to find Mulaney." And Cobra Commander's like, "Go fuck yourself." Uh, your recommendations are not solicited, uh-huh. and then uh, so let's let's go talk to uh, Destro and the Baroness, like their how their search is going, and they're like, uh, yeah, we haven't found anything. Uh, you should redouble your efforts back to the lab. <laughs> like, and Cooper Commander's like, I hate you all. Wow, I hope you all die. So you're all saying the same thing. Yeah. So it is me. No, it is me all, with the bad plan. They're all saying they're saying opposite things. Yeah. Oh. Like, hey, why don't you uh like back at the lab what? they're like focus on the island. Back on the island oh, I like, get focus you. on the lab. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal though. Nobody's happy. <laughs> no. Uh and I just have here uh so they're reading him the dictionary and they're going through the entire thing and in my head I'm like, I guess it can't be two words. Because they're only reading him one word at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Which if it's two words, we're we already lose. We can't, you know. And again, I'm going to I'm like like the dictionary doesn't have names. I think this is as good a plan as they have. Like I this is what I would do, so but they I, threw together but at the every, last minute. Yeah, but every once in a while I would go in there and I would whisper like is it is it bing bong ping pong? Is, is that, it is, is it bim bop? Yeah. <laughs> like Are you wait a minute. Are you talking about the Korean That uh, is correct. Dish? Yeah. A that's a weird ass pronunciation <laughs> of it. Uh, be I'm, I'm actually kind of into it. I'd totally be down with like the code word being uh, Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we go. So he he wakes up. Uh-huh. He washes his face. Now I can't believe this is the first time in like however many days he's been there. He's taken a shower. Uh, also, I can't believe they didn't use like like a just for men gray hair product that yeah. like, doesn't wash out. And yeah. my other thing that I wrote down was like he thought he was old just because he was gray. Like if yeah. I woke up and they're like, "Hey, you've been in a coma for like ten years," and I looked, I would be like, "Damn, I still I look, look good." good. <laughs> <laughs> like he, I know I look good. Like he doesn't realize he ha- hasn't aged. He's just like, oh, I guess I'm fully gray now, and nothing else has changed. <laughs> well, Gina, something happened to me when I looked <laughs> in the mirror and I realized I was fully gray, and it was terrifying. And I realized I was old. Maybe if I go wash my face for the first time ever, I'll realize it's all been a ruse mm-hmm. this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So the lady offers him some milk, nurse. Nurse Ratchet offers him some milk. Or is it Nurse Joy? <laughs> it's Nurse Joy, right? From Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, drink the milk. And he's just like, 
what if I don't drink the milk? And then he force feeds her milk, which now is that, pretty much the was, worst thing I can yeah. imagine. Very upsetting. It was very aggressive. Roofy to lady. That's not what heroes do. <laughs> also with milk, too. Like, I would be like, oh, God. He, oh. He, he gets behind her, chokes her out with one yeah. arm, and forces milk down her throat with the other. And I'm like, this is kind of hot. Now, here's in the a, thing. I like, in a very I like upsetting milk, way. but I, I like milk a lot. I feel like it would be the worst thing for someone to force you to drink. Especially if it was laced with sedatives. Yeah, sleepies. I would. That sleepies. would be my, my last. Thro- my last thought as I was going down would be like, "Oh, he is so gonna rape me." He didn't have time for that right now. Too busy. Too busy breaking. Yeah, out but you don't know food. what he's doing it for. Or maybe he I would- think you have some idea <laughs> if you're Synthoid Nurse Joy. <laughs> oh yeah, isn't it weird that isn't it? Here's the thing. It's no, I weird. think she's. A, I think she's human. Yeah, I, I think they're all synthoids. No, no, she's got to be a human. Uh, you think? Because I, I thought drug it was, a synthoid, they turn into potato chips and gum again. It's true. I honestly like. I had it here. Like I was. I, I was shocked that it worked on a synthoid. No, because all it structure takes, would be all different. It took for for Scarlet synthoid to turn back into goo is him to grip her hand a little bit hard. Yeah. So if he's like choking out a synthoid, they're gonna goo. Yeah, because I remember the Synthoid Conspiracy where Scarlet's fighting Duke and that kind of thing happens. Yeah, you're going to goo as soon as you you are pl- applied a little bit of pressure. See, I always thought they this only is... gooed, though, when they uh, when they got the little laser beam on them. No, no. The, when he was fighting them, they gooed. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Can you say that again, Gina? <laughs> For the people at home? Like he was karate chopping them and they totally gooed. They just gooed all over the place. <laughs> yep. I goo whenever you apply a little pressure to me. <laughs> Uh, guys, I lost control of this podcast. We're done. <laughs> you started it. It's my own fault. No, I'm. I'm. You're like, I'm, say that again. Come on, make it, <laughs> make it a thing. Make it a catchphrase. <laughs> guys, somebody at home make a meme. <laughs> Applied a little pressure, and then he gooed. Or, or oops, I just gooed. Oops, I gooed my and pants. Then, and then just a oops, picture. I gooed it again. goo. But do you have like That's the sound pull of shipwreck pants. saying you drink it? Because that was like that was aggressive. He's all of his line reads for this episode are good. They're intense. Mm-hmm. Is- Lady, wait a minute. No thanks. Oh! No, you don't. Whose side are you? It'll calm you down. You won't get away with. You will. Like, yeah, I don't think he over. actually said that. Oh, I think I just wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like if that's really like like that's for G.I. Joe, especially like I know we're punching each other and shooting at each other and blowing up bombs. That's a really visceral moment <laughs> where she is like literally choking audibly Ow. as he's force feeding yeah. milk down her throat. I think he's going to come out of this situation a serial killer. Shipwreck should be a serial killer at I the think end of this? You can only. Okay, here's what we know. He's been mentally tortured. Yo, he has. And then you take away something that he thought he loved. They gave him a family and then ripped it from and him. And then ripped it from him. So that combined with the mental torture, combined with like what he's willing to do to like escape and what he has to do, that changes a man. That does. Not for the better. Yeah, so I think like I think we're gonna half of the season they're gonna be chasing a serial killer. Half of the season two, they're gonna be chasing a serial killer, and the big reveal is that it's going to be shipwrecked the whole time but how cool is it that shipwrecks the character they're doing this to right like yeah. have they done this to duke it would be like 
sorry, kids. It would be like ten times less interesting <laughs> if Pretty Boy Duke was the one. Just the fact that it's Shipwreck, who has this way about him already. Yeah. That I thought was interesting. And okay, Gina, so your favorite moment. I'm just going to let you take it over here. Two yeah. polys. Dueling polys. Is that- I love it, but I also hate it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, explain you, the feelings here. Well, hold on. You wrote yeah. down dueling polys, but I was certain that you would have written hot poly on poly action. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is in my fantasies. This is my <laughs> this is my poly fanfic right here. Wait but- a minute. Isn't that like when uh, you have like multiple spouses? Poly fanfic, <laughs> isn't that? <laughs> is that a Mormon thing? Poly polys. Mm-hmm. Polyamorous polys. Yeah, polyamorous poly, polyams a thing. <laughs> polyamorous polys, Look a short up. story by Gina Ippolito <laughs> now on <laughs> Amazon.com. <laughs> E-book. Polly's like, Gina, would you like to join us? <laughs> there was a knock at my door. It sounded like scratch marks at first, and then it sounded like the drum, drum, drumming of a beak, beak at my front door. I opened the door and there were two Polly's outside. This is like One looked a little mean. Fanfic combined with Edgar Allan Poe. I was going for a little crossover. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate it because I don't want, I, even though he's a synthoid, I don't want Polly. I feel like at some point they're going to have to address address the issue of whether synthoids have souls and are do they deserve human rights. Well, they clearly Damn. do not because when they melted down Zach, they said put him back in the reconstitution. So they're going to use mm-hmm. the the doc, I should say, uh, uh, synthoid material, the potato yeah. chips, the bubble gum to just make different synthoids. But there's no. an episode of Doctor Who where uh, they create things that are sort of like the synthoids. Right. The rebel they, flesh. Yeah. And they melt them down. And create new ones, but then they become super self-aware and they don't want to die. So I feel like at some point these synthoids are like, oh, crap. I'm going to turn into gray goo again? Well, these things... uh, Isn't that all of us, Gina? (laughs) They're reconstituting the specific synthoids. Are they, though? I just felt like they said throw them back in a vat and just... No, they're they're doing... I mean, when a synthoid goes wrong, it used to be that they would just melt down and then they throw them back in the vat and now yeah. they can do the specific ones and bring oh, it back. Oh, I didn't get that from that at all. That's exciting. That was my take. I'm into it. So Shipwreck figures out exactly what's going on. He puts it all together immediately mm-hmm. and then uh, 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 Polly, he doesn't believe Polly. Oh, he thinks yeah. Polly's fake. This part is disturbing to me. And then I mean, what does Polly say in order to get his uh, get his attention? Remember that night in Annapolis? Okay. I'm- okay. Immediately yeah. he's like, I'm out. Okay. Yeah, but I- nope, nope. Don't say anything else. We're I- done here. I clearly think they got drunk and kissed. Oh, I don't see, Gina, see that at all. Please. please. That is what happened. No, clearly both of them murdered a girl <laughs> oh. and they had to bury it. They murdered a, a hooker and Polly had to find a good I spot didn't say to hide a hooker. the body. I didn't even say a hooker. <laughs> a girl think died. Think she's a nice girl that they, he met at the bar? A I, girl died. They know where the body is. I think this is like they got too drunk and then kissed and then the <laughs> next morning they were like, let's never talk about this again. To anyone, but wait, you you have cats, and we all have cats. We all have pets. Yeah, and this is called we've all Tuesday. made out with our pets it's before, a right? Tuesday night for me. Yeah, man. thank you. So it's not <laughs> shameful. It's not weird to make out with your bird. I assume that's par for the course if you have a bird. Am I am I the weird one here? I guess, I guess the dead hooker theory is also equal. I, I think it was <laughs> equally whole, viable. I think it was a whole night of debauchery. Oh, it, oh, every night with shipwreck <laughs> is a whole night of debauchery. Mm-hmm. Polly has seen some shit. Also, what happens here? Why does Shipwreck run into a wall? <laughs> For the purposes of the plot, because that makes no sense at all. It was a little weird. Like, uh, look out! Oh, you mean look out the direction that you're running? You turned away for like 
point five yeah. seconds. <laughs> that thing you pulled me from doing. Thanks, Polly. <laughs> Uh, That's like those police bumper stickers that say, watch the road. It's like, I can't. I'm looking at your goddamn bumper sticker. He would have had to not looked at all while he was running as soon as he got into that room for the length of that room to not realize there was a wall. Yeah. It's weird. Well, Uh, also, I will say this. Um, He goes running through the base. He, uh, he gets to the car wash. They passes by uh, Destro, who's explaining all the stuff about the uh, uh, the synthoids. Yep. He passes by a room where they were uh, doing crazy science. Yeah, I want to talk Dude, about that. Uh, pulls, yeah. uh, uh, like loses all his hair with stuff gets poured over his head. Uh-huh. Walks into this room full of like crazy giant like, paper airplanes. weaponized paper airplanes. Yep. Yep. And I was having a lot of fun with that. I want to go through a Cobra base, one of their research bases, and see all the crazy oh, shit. That it was very Harry Potter esque. Yeah. yeah, Destro's got shit going on. Yeah, you know, uh, I have here because uh, 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 shipwreck trips the alarm, which sends him running through this journey, a little mm-hmm. bit like the uh, final uh, ten minutes of House of a Thousand Corpses, mm-hmm. where you just walk through these crazy worlds <laughs> and barely touch on any of them, and each one is its own movie uh-huh. in its own right. But the way they animated it, it's literally nine million Crimson Guardsmen are now chasing after him. <laughs> it's a never-ending stream of Guardsmen who happen to be just waiting around the corner. I'm surprised there are that many with how rigorous their testing is. Yeah. I guess it's possible they're all like level one Guardsmen. Well, no, you got to be a real to get the guard to get the red suit. You really you got to step up your game. That's terrifying to think that there are that many highly skilled Guardsmen. Yeah. I always thought that there were like fifteen. No, the guardsmen, because those are the ones they send out into the field. So you can work the base wearing the suit with your skills, mm-hmm. or more terrifying, they just send you out into neighborhoods to just infiltrate the community, being a, a, a yeah. beacon of your of your crew. And then one day you just get the call on your watch, and it goes, uh, "Oh, I got to go steal this chemical." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's pro? What's pseudoplasm? I got to ask the question. That's the that's that's what they're calling the material. The um, that's the potato gum, chips b- and bubblegum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, I really like that name too. It makes sense, and like, yeah, and they say plasm. they've made some strides since the mm-hmm. last time we saw. That's them. right, as you alluded to, or you even said out loud, uh, you actually literally said it. Uh, these synthoids are better than the previous synthoids yeah. from before, and so I they like could, callbacks of any kind. Yes, mm-hmm. in episodes, this show does it a lot. Not enough, but. But every once in a while, and I, I, I like it every time. You know, I feel like they they do a pretty good job of just like returning characters. We had Lady Cobra <laughs> return for the Destro uh, 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 family episode that Flint wrote. I don't know. I, I like it when they when they when they keep bringing this stuff back Me over too. and over again. And yes, yeah, so they go through the thing, burns the hair off. There's the thing, and then oh yeah, they end up in a in a lab, which uh, we find out that the, the the name of this operation is Operation Hot Water. Mm-hmm. And then the dumbest thing Ooh, ever that is happens. Disappointing. That's a terrible name. The dumbest thing that could ever happen happens. Polly has the password, or and, you... and says it, and says it out loud. Yes. Again, this to me seems like such a such a world damaging weapon mm-hmm. that I feel like you know Polly should just keep that crap to himself. And just be like, guess we'll never know what it is. But Shipwreck is is stuck here. He is he is treed at this point. He needs to blow up the base and do something. Yeah, and Polly's trying to kill him is what I'm really trying to get but, at here. But <laughs> at the end of this episode, everyone left alive knows this secret. Uh no, because he, he says he says it uh he says it just to Shipwreck. He gives the code word, which is what was it? Frogs in winter? Frogs in winter is correct. Frogs in winter. So it wasn't so one word. It would have taken him a long ass time. Three words. To you weren't, you weren't yeah. That was a completed phrase. Yeah. But also. Uh, but then. Uh, and then he 
repeats the uh, formula while no one is in the room. Yes, but he grabs the final ingredient. Which just happened to be there, so they should have just tried it. They should have just yeah kept putting things into the mixture they already knew. Yeah, and and basically they're going to come in and they're going to see, oh, this bottle, this is the bottle. Also, by the way, just in case you're wondering... No such thing as a thulium isotope 385. Yeah, I was curious. 385. You... Uh, yeah. uh, Thulium's mass number is uh, um, uh, 140, uh, 169 is the normal one. Okay. Um, there are about 50 isotopes. But uh, here's the thing. Uh, the, iso- the, the mass is 169, which means 385. Way out of the realm of possibility. More than twice as big. You're talking about a completely different element there. So, so. What, could you could you sound Bullshit. us off the formula really quick? Because I'm curious what your what the science is on this. Winner! Dioxynitrotriphosphate, ammonium hydrochloride, fulminate, potassium triglyceride, and thulium isotope 385. Uh, pretty sure those uh things are all real, real things, but would also that would that would not do anything. Not do what? Not do. You anything. tell me the science isn't sound. Someone go home and try it, guys. Do it at home, but don't do Video it near tape. the Pacific Ocean. Videotape yourself doing it and then send it in to us. Uh, please do not do that. But also, what if there's a video camera in this room? Possibly. Like, uh, stop very saying possibly. crap out loud, mm-hmm. people. Fortunately, it's not as good a narrative that way, Gina. I don't know. You've written for television before. Why can't we just do an episode of regular show where they just think things and sit on the couch all day? That'd be good. I feel like there's probably a regular show episode. That like probably that. is 100%. It's, it'll, it'll be airing this season. <laughs> uh, he, pour, he pours it down the drain and then goes to light a match when he's cornered by Destro and the crew. Uh-huh. And you could tell because Destro's like, uh, uh, this is weird to me. Okay, you guys maybe help me through this moment. Because he says, I'm going to drop a match down here and we're going to blow up the whole thing because I poured the, the goop down the drain. Mm-hmm. And Destro's like, uh, that's not going to work. And Chipwreck's like, I think it will work because y'all haven't charged me yet. And then Destro's like, uh, and then he drops the match anyway and it doesn't work. So did Destro not know it was not going to work? No, Destro knew he was telling the truth. Yeah. Then why didn't he just rush him? Shipwreck's logic is sound. Well, no, no, I mean, I, I think it's like maybe like it's unstable. So that's like, what I think. Does he not a, know a, a match sure? might do it? Uh, down but, a water you know, pipe, though. I mean, it just don't seems trust it. Well, I mean, if you have a, a bunch of explosives like right down the water pipe, I don't remember uh, him being like. Uh, I think he was just straight up like, "Hey, that's not going to work." And then he was like, "Yeah." Well, then rush is. him if it's not going to work. Run up and grab him. Uh, I think he's concerned that it would. But he knew that a fucking gunshot from some jackass Australians and, absolutely. And this is why you send the dreadnoks to space. I think it's more. <laughs> I think it's more like, oh, we still need him. He clearly has a thing. We don't want to rush him. I think it's like that. All right. Hashtag. They oh, didn't. Jesus. They didn't rush. They didn't rush because they didn't want to hurt him. Hashtag wars is on. Hashtag they didn't rush because they didn't want to hurt him or hashtag he wasn't sure if it was going to work so he hesitated. See this has become your guys thing now. (laughs) This is well evolved from me making bad hashtags. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is now your guys game (laughs) that I will now recuse myself from. We made it funny. But also this time (laughs) 
God but also, this it. time, Jan and I are on opposite sides of this hashtag war. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Usually, like I'm on neither side. North versus south. I'm just wrong twice. We're going to tear the podcast apart. <laughs> it's a sunder, everyone. It's <laughs> merely a sunder. I got dreadnoughts are idiots, so they immediately shoot at the cabinet and blow it up. That one thing that Destro said, as long as we don't do this, yeah. we'll be in great shape. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then maybe the most disturbing part of the entire episode, right? We get a, a shipwreck runs out of the base. Everything's blowing up. He goes I to was, save oh, Mara on, and Althea. Up, oh, you got up. something else? Oh, we forgot about the poor crazy scientist part where he wants to go to bed. Oh, yes. Excuse me. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm, I, I was talking about something different. There was a line uh, from, oh, you know, you know, it's exactly that point. Um, I loved uh, the nursery rhyme that he says to him. <laughs> no, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate it when Roadblock uh, rhymes. rhymes. Can we? Can we? And don't make a peep. You've just been rescued, and you need your sleep. <laughs> Love it. Love it. What I, Roadblock speaks in rhyme. What don't you understand? <laughs> what I do like is a turn of phrase that actually feels like it could have come from a legitimate action movie. You will do something, though, won't you? Shucks, we may do a couple of things. <laughs> That's that was fucking nice. badass. That's cool. Roadblock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do a couple things. Roadblock yeah. is the man. I just uh, wrote, poor crazy scientist. <laughs> I, I will say, from watching this first season, Roadblock has quickly morphed into one of my absolute favorite characters on the entire show. I never really like was into him before. Uh, none of the big burly guys I really like I think identified with. So I really uh, like the more Slaughter nebbish guys. Is not one of the burly guys. Uh, but he was a wrestler, so it was different. I'm still not really into Roadblock, I'm gonna be honest. I love Roadblock. But I was a big fan of Airtight and Barbecue and the nerdy guys and the dorks. Because that's what I identified with. But now that I'm a monster, I identify <laughs> with the larger men mm-hmm. like, I like Roadblock. I like half melted Roadblock. I know you do. He was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just gonna say, like, we get to the part where he tries to save Amara and Althea from the from the burning building. I was honestly wondering, okay, is it because because I, I still don't totally know how synthoids work? So I was like, maybe he will go there and they will be like, save us, save us, and they'll melt in his arms. That would be really upsetting. I know. I know. <laughs> That's more upsetting than what even happened. I know. I know. And what happened was disturbing. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, I kind of was hoping for a, a more emotional. You wanted to punch. browbeat him worse than he was yeah, already getting like, beat I, by like, this episode. My ideal. My ideal ending to this episode would be he goes in there. They're sort of half melting. And then, like he has to, and then he has to make the decision to like save himself or try and like bring them back. And then she's like, "No, save yourself!" As her mouth is melting, and she's like, "I'll always love you, Daddy." And then, and oh then he like God. has them in his arms, and she's like, "Get out now!" And then he's like, "No, I'm not leaving without you." And then she takes the child and runs herself into the flames, and they melt, making the decision for him. <laughs> That's upsetting, Gina. <laughs> wow. That's really. <laughs> Listen, wow. all I'm saying is the first part of this two-parter was very upsetting. The second part, I wanted more upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's disturbing enough for you is what you're saying. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, there was actually a cut. Uh, there were a few in this episode of part two from the version we watched. I noticed at least three spots where I felt like it yeah, jumped around a little uh, yeah. bit. Well, no, there was one specifically that aired. And then when they uh, re-aired it and then also on the DVD, they cut it. Uh, the version oh, okay. that we saw... Uh, sounds like this. Why? I mean, 
thought you loved me. Mara, don't! So uh, and, and, we, and at that point the kid's already been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was weird when I first noticed that I was like um cuz they didn't really uh, show her being destroyed. That's correct. So Polly did this thing and Mara was standing and it was blooped uh and the uh Althea was on the ground for some reason and was blooped. Yeah. Uh and we didn't see why she fell down. And for the record in this scene for the people that maybe haven't seen it, is Shipwreck runs into the house to save his family. Mara's there with an assault rifle and Althea's got a goddamn rocket launcher. Rocket launcher yeah. which oh. is amazing. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh, the balls on that child are a oh. huge. I loved that moment so much because it's so outrageous. Like, she yeah. could just have a gun. That would be scary enough. And they give her a bazooka. She's also the best actress ever. Like, the best synthoid actress ever. Because when she first sees her dad, she's like, don't you remember me? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. While she's holding my... a bazooka at his face. And I that's... My... What... No, no. I'm saying, like, when she first runs into him in the oh, hospital. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. She's like, don't you remember me? And she's so distraught. And she's like, I just want my daddy home. No, you can't keep him the hospital you have to send him home i believed it and that's what makes this cut so disappointing because this scene is basically revealed it's like that one movie where uh like the little girl turns out to be like a uh a little actually a little person who like dressed up like a little girl oh that wayne's um, brothers movie no oh no. the orphan orphan yeah something movie? like that yeah little man <laughs> that documentary yeah yeah. Uh, white chicks is what I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, white chicks. Uh, like, uh, like no, the uh, Victorian, the creepy Victorian girl. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, leprechaun. Yeah. Ba- and mm-hmm. basically, we get this uh, uh, scene now where the little child turns out to be a horrible monster, and Correct. this what got cut. I, I thought you loved me, Daddy. You're a real twit. <laughs> uh, and and it's Dolly Jackser. It's not gruesome, but yeah, basically. Um, she has the thing, and then Polly comes in, sweeps in, like knocks her down, mm-hmm. uh, and then zaps her. both of them. Uh, yeah, he's got yeah. a little GoPro that yeah. he uses to turn the synthoids back into potato chips and bubble gum. But it's fit, like uh, like seeing the the sweet little girl suddenly turn around and be like, "Daddy, you're a fucking asshole." Oh, yeah. it's is, terrifying. It's is, like that that scene in Pet Cemetery with uh, Pet Cemetery, underrated movie, Gage, very good. The little boy Gage yes. when he's mm-hmm. like trying to kill his dad, and then oh. his dad has to like shoot him in the neck with the tranquilizer, and he's like, "Daddy, no, Daddy, no." But he was like just holding a scalpel, and he just killed Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, he killed Herman Munster. Yeah. But you get no quarter from me, child. Yeah, I wanted this to be slightly more disturbing than it was, and I feel like. Well, did you well, having seen the original the, the original take? No, because it adds more like comedy to it as opposed to. Oh, I really? wanted it to. T- I wanted it to tug at your heartstrings. I are you kidding me? I thought it. Are added you terror fucking kidding me? Terror. Hold on. Important in that house? Nah, nothing important. Just a dream or two. Yeah, that's. I'm upset now just hearing it. I legitimately yeah. welled up at that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was... I wanted to see a little bit more of that, which is why in the next episode I want to see him sort of still be trying to Gina, get past this. This is a cartoon for 10-year-olds. I, I want those 10-year-olds to be scarred for life. They already were. Gina, this is... Look at me. This is what happens when this is your childhood. <laughs> We're in a darkened, muffled room talking into a computer for I, people that we will never see. I wanted meet. him to like open his hand and there's like a flower that his daughter gave to him or something and it's slowly turning into Ray, goo. Ray. Yes. I think we have to consider the possibility 
that we are in terrible danger <laughs> because she is a crazy person. It really I'm didn't strike me until this episode of the show. Us. I'm just saying, let me rewrite this ending and there won't be a dry eye in the house. Chan, it's not because that, you'll that have that gouged out the eyes. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, they'll be <laughs> I, super bloody. It's not just that she wants to murder us. She wants to make sure maximum suffering the, happens along the way. Screaming yeah. pain. It'll involve family members and pets. Listen, if I'm going to do dreams. it, I'm going to do it right. Jesus. <laughs> huh. On that terrifying note, did we pass the Bechdel test? Uh, I'm not totally sure, but I think <laughs> not. Well, do two Synthoid ladies count uh, for the purposes of the Bechdel well, test? Well, I don't think that they no, actually No, not at the beginning. They were talking other. about uh, uh, Shipwreck. Okay. Uh, I just mean, like, in general as a concept, do two Synthoid women oh, yeah, count? Definitely. Okay. I guess. I guess. But I don't think we did. I don't think we did. It feels like we didn't, uh, from my perspective. Yeah, but... I don't think we did. I'm going to say no. Okay. That Fair being enough. said, How many... still one of the best episodes ever. It was fantastic. Have I mean, the second one. Count? Now that it's the end of season one, did we keep a count of how many passed the Bechdel test? I bet somebody Some. at home can figure that out. Uh, who's who's got the spreadsheet worked out? <laughs> Uh, but no, I, this, uh, still, you. we're looking at you, Calder. <laughs> I didn't want to say it out loud, but there it is. Yes. <laughs> we know you have a spreadsheet, Calder. Uh, this still ranks as one of the uh, best episodes simply because it made me feel anything. Yeah. Y- yeah. I yeah. agree. That, that, can you play that last line again, <laughs> uh, Chan? I really want to cry right now. Gina. I guess go into the other room or something or do whatever you have to do with your No, no, you, play it, self. you play it as right. it is, and then I'll do my version. Was there something important in that house? Nah, nothing important. Just a dream or two. Dear Lord. All right. Oh, was there anything I'm really important? Upset. Was there anything important in that room? Nothing. Just a dream or two. Put him in the car, and they're driving home, and they're like, I bet you'll feel good to get home now, won't you, shipwreck? And he's like, yes, yes, I will. And then he puts on his Navy best suit, looks in the mirror, and then takes a razor and slits his wrist, <laughs> drinks a glass of milk, and goes to sleep forever. Jesus. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you drink the glass of milk before or after the razor slit? He probably should drink it before. <laughs> it seems... Like be a real a glass of like here. sleepy sleepy time milk, right? Then, Is that yeah. a specific kind of milk? Hey, remember before how we were joking how people would come by and drop things off at Gina's <laughs> apartment? I don't think we need to worry about that anymore. Yes. No, I you, think we're good. Yes, by <laughs> like, all we're, means, I think that's never going to happen again. By all means, come by. I hope your boyfriend doesn't listen to this episode <laughs> because uh, 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 Samir. <laughs> Uh, look out, brother! Run for your life! <laughs> I've made you a delicious pie. Oh, what's in it? Your parents? Oh, no! Here's, here's a glass of sleepy time milk. <laughs> Listen, it's not just that I'm going to torture you. I'm going to do it right. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like he could fail in his suicide attempt, and then it could be business as usual in the next episode, and he just has some scars. I'm going to go ahead and say there are no suicide attempts in G.I. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Guys, that's the end of season one of G.I. Joe. <laughs> if Gina doesn't murder us in our sleep, we'll come back for season two <laughs> soon enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginning next uh, next time with the uh, five-part series, Arise, Serpentor, Arise. Uh, a very well-wanted to do uh, a series of G.I. Joe. People love this Hold part on. of it. Hold on. Make us some one-year... Ray one just year- said... 
a really well wanted to do episode. <laughs> Listen, it made sense in my head before it came out is a pile of goo. Make us some we're one year old things. Yeah, do something weird for Gina or so come to your family's <laughs> house and microwave their pets. Uh, no, Lord. you don't mess with pets, man. Haven't you been paying attention this first season? Unless they're synthoid pets. Children and no, I don't I didn't want Not synthoid, even synthoid Polly pets. to die. Real synthoid Polly was a dick. Children and adults I'm fine with. <laughs> well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, contact information. Please go and give us five stars on iTunes. Why? I'm not sure after this one. But uh, we deserve it. We work hard and we all have to sleep at night if yeah. we can. Yeah. What? Yeah. You don't want to know what's going to happen if we don't get those five stars. <laughs> oh, reviews. Jesus. Now we're threatening them. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I mean, Halloween is only like two months away. Chan, it's dark in this room, but it's yep. really dark in this room yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm regretting so many things now. <laughs> uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. On Twitter, at G.I. Joe Podcast. Uh, you can hit me up individually. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. Yeah, and for all your horror needs, just visit <laughs> Gina's apartment. <laughs> And I really have no more to add. Chan, uh, are we good? I got nothing. Okay, Gina, I don't want to know. So we're <laughs> going to go ahead and get out of here, everybody. Good night. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score, score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh, my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah. So Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's like... Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. (laughs) If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.